0: Common Sense Media activated. Welcome, everyone, to a new episode of the Edge Free Show. We are your host, Edge, and this is free. Hey, oh yeah! Feels like it's been too long. Man, oh man, oh man. Despite my team losing a basketball game last night, I'm feeling good. (laughs) That's good. That's always good. Oh, man. Hey, everybody. Today, we're going to talk about the dead internet theory. Yeah. Now, I'm really excited that you brought this to me because I've never heard of it before. And the moment I looked at it, dude, I was like, oh. Oh, yeah, this is good. Yeah, we got to do this. Heck yeah.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about it because uh, it had come up on a podcast and like they would refer to it every so often, but they didn't really talk about it. But they were saying like, this kind of relates to kind of the dead internet theory. And I'm like, yeah, it's a very, very in- uh, interesting topic. And I think that it kind of encompasses the things that we've talked about in previous episodes, but it puts it all into one. Um, with yeah. that being with AI and uh, conspiracy theories in themselves, and then uh, talking about like deplatforming it as well. Um, all those things kind of definitely fall underneath this same umbrella of this dead internet theory because it has all three of them that go into it.
0: Pun, pun intended. It wraps it up in a neat, neat little bow just in time for the holidays, man. I mean, that's, that's perfect. So – Uh, Before we dive into it, do you have any gratitude you want to spread?
1: Um, I mean, definitely my wife, um, my family, uh, everything has been pretty good. I mean, it's been a really, really hectic year. But, uh, I mean, my wife is always right there. So, no matter how crazy it gets. So, what about you?
0: I'm going to give a shout out to... um the players that showed up to our game yesterday had a tough loss, man. We got 11 kids on the roster. Only four showed up, and they played their behinds off. So I want to give a shout-out to them and their parents for the support and being committed all season. Um, we have some more work to do, but, dude, let me tell you something. We had the lead in that game through the first half with only four players. Wow. They beat us because we we're they, our girls were gassed. They were just like – tired i mean i had kids clutching my daughter hit the inhaler
1: <laughs> another yeah. player
0: hit the inhaler another kid, She was just running like look at look like a giraffe i don't know
1: what i'm doing yeah well you can't sub players when you only got four yeah
0: man it's so that that was a little funky but you know enough of that um i also want to give gratitude out to uh my wife because man i mean we'd never have been out of sync but as of lately we're just like like one can see, the other one can hear. Left hip, right hip. Man, we're just, we are lock and step. And so it's just been, it's been beautiful, man. I'm feeling the magic. So, um, enough of that, man. Let's roll. All
1: right. Well, um, like I was saying earlier, I'm just talking to E about dead internet theory and honestly i was very surprised that you hadn't heard of this because you are a tech person and i most definitely am not <laughs> so <laughs> i'm over here just trying to figure out how to uh get back into my facebook or something like that you know i'm like this is complicated um i'm not a tech person by any means but uh yeah, I, I listen to all sorts of very interesting podcasts, and sometimes I go down the rabbit hole on, uh, on topics that are brushed on, and Dead Internet Theory just sounded like the right one to, to kind of end off the year with based on the topics that we have gotten into. Um, I guess I would say, first and foremost, um, if you guys look up things on Dead Internet Theory specifically, Um, I would say they'll probably like most of the things that come up on Google and stuff like that will be like, this is a conspiracy theory, blah, 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 blah. And I would say, yes, you can consider it a conspiracy theory all you want. Um, and you could have people say, oh, well, the fact checkers say this or that, and that it's not true. Um, yeah, it's like probably mostly false or something like that but that i would say don't discount it just because you see conspiracy theory labeled with it because dead internet theory isn't trying to say that the entirety of the internet is dead obviously we know that that's not the case um but there are vast sections of the internet that seem like they are not inhabited by humans. Um, not to discount anything for uh, just just AI and be very general about it, but um, I would say that some of the things that we've done research on, um, looked at videos and looked at articles and such, um, kind of raise a couple eyebrows just because it makes your internet interaction seem a little bit different then it would have been um, say before you listen to this episode, um, whether it be interactions on Facebook, interactions on Instagram, Twitter, um, forums. So those types of things maybe maybe you'll think a little bit differently about it when you're in a conversation or commenting on something later on. So
0: yeah, yeah, you uh, you brought up. Just, uh, I guess we're assuming bots. So, um, internet traffic as of 2017, and this is according to an article from The Atlantic, an article entitled, The Internet is Mostly Bots, accounted for 52% of the web traffic. I watched a video... Earlier this morning to kind of bolster some research. Actually, I watched three of them by the same mm-hmm. same YouTube channel all time. Shout out to he Dave did a good deal. job. They, they they gave me a lot of information. The last the last half of the second and into the third got a little bit hairy topic wise to me. I get what he was going for. I didn't think it was a hundred percent hitting the mark, but you know, I, I get where he was going. He said sixty percent of the web is now bot traffic so uh i don't have 2022 numbers and that video came out last year the first video okay. that made reference to that
1: so we'll let's tell them the video that that it was so uh, they can possibly that, reference it
0: yeah so so again it's by all time that's the youtube channel under their scary brand and then uh it's called the in the dead internet theory part one there are three parts So you can go from there and and watch those. And he made mention of another person called Illuminati Pirate. (laughs) Where he he got a lot of this information That's great. So uh, part of what, uh, what, what the dead internet theory suggests is that, you know, again, it's formed by the Illuminati or not again, but it's formed by the Illuminati. The majority of the web is AI generated with attempts to push consumerism sway opinion. There are paid influencers to sell products to us, which we know that we already know that exists. You see it on YouTube and you see it on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. There are paid influencers to the point now where even especially on YouTube, it'll say, hey, this is, this is a sponsored video. And then um, if you go and you listen to WFS episode two, uh, where we talk about cutting the cord, um, crossing streams is the name of the episode. Uh, you actually got ads that are baked into the video. So if you may pay for something like YouTube premium to get rid of ads, well, to get around that people are saying, well, I'm going to upload my video and ads are in the video. It is my video. Instead of having YouTube say, all right, at 15 minutes of a 45 minute video, insert ad, 10 minutes, another ad, five minutes, another ad, eight minutes, you know, where it's seemingly random. No, you upload a video, you're going to get their paid sponsorship plus ads. So I can, I can totally, totally see that. And then another thing that it suggests and which is, I also find to be true personally. Um, you have the same old sites and forum types repeated something catches on and then everybody has to do it. You know, that's the hot new trend. He even suggests in another video of his, I think it's video two or three that even the music industry is uh, run, being ran by AI. (laughs) That one was a little, a little tricky to me, but you know, I, I get what he's saying. It's like that stuff's just being constantly pushed throughout the web.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the thing that I find very interesting is people might not be aware that dead internet theory exists, whether you think that it's dead or not. But uh, the ways that that, uh, these things might be impacting your daily life, Mm -hmm. um, whether it be um, the things that are pushed in front of your face in terms of uh, content, uh, products... Things like, uh, what is there that, that you would think right now that you can think of from, from say a YouTuber or some, somebody that you see on Instagram pushing something, uh, these kinds of influencers that will sell, I I'll, tell know, you, I'll give is, you some
0: examples back at let's, let's, let's roll back real quick. Just a decade ago, maybe, maybe a little bit decade plus, we'll call it 10 to 15 I used to watch uh twit this week in tech, that whole network. You always heard about Harry's and dollar shave club and carbonite and, and Squarespace. That's a private network. I'm sure they've got sponsors. I mean, they obviously have sponsors, but they would push those things. And it became a joke. Cause I, I would talk with my buddies and I'd be like, and I heard about carbonite to back up all, to back up all my data by listening to this week in tech, <laughs> you know? And it'd, it'd be funny. Cause you'd see that, but now as we're in this streaming era, right, go to uh, the CW app, all right, so I used to watch Hulu Plus, I used to have Hulu Plus, the paid version, many years ago, and I would watch all my CW comic book hero shows the next day, because I was big into those at that point, the Arrowverse, as it's called, right, no ads, well, they removed it from Hulu, they put it, they made their own CW ad, now you can't get rid of ads, so I'm watching it with my kids and it's like AIDS medicine and it's this insurance. And yeah, it, Oh yeah. And, and you get all these other things. And so within an episode, my man, you'll get like three to five of the same ad to the point, like my kids just go, ah, oh, just mute the TV. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, That's- they're, they're, dude, they're done with it. They're like, we just saw this. We literally just saw State Farm. Like it's it's having the adverse effect on the kids because my kids especially and, and just as a side tangent but related grew up in an era the golden age of streaming when there were no ads I would pay for this ex, pay this extra money and there weren't ads and so they can't skip stuff or they, so they'd have to worry about skipping stuff now you have services where there are no ad free tiers such as cw you gotta watch it sports you know my uh, shout out to trey m my my relative also of wfs i used to watch sports through his account that he had and i'd sit there every once in a while and i'd let it run and maybe a cartoon or something would come on and my son would be like hey dad change this change this i'm like i can't it's live i don't understand (laughs) <laughs> oh right so wow. with with youtube we're now entering that and, and and the like so you're talking about things that are happening these days right you've got um oh geez i mean i think uh what's the little not the little blue pill or i forgot what it's called hymns you see hymns advertised i mean on instagram scroll you see that all the time here's hymns uh-huh. here's also state farm here's this bank here's that you know and it's like you're trying to scroll through your feed to get out of there and there's nothing you can do about it why because you are the product you are the product the individual as this video and these articles have suggested especially this video the individual no longer has the the voice or the platform the, they're saying that the the content creators the corporations, the megacorps are now moving into these spaces because they see, so to speak, that's where the kids are or that's where the people are. And it's like, no, 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 no. There's money. There's gold in them there, Hills. So yeah, push all of our ads. You want to blow up? Push this product. Push that product. Push, 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 push. It's not as free, no pun intended on your name. It's not as free as it used to be. I mean, I'm old enough to remember Logging in the chat rooms and getting on the internet and it being a wild, wild west. And just being like, man, you can do anything on here. This is crazy. It was slow as a molasses because it was dial-up. But there was so many, there, there was just, it was a vast open internet. Now, as again, that suggested, it's closing. It's closing. Hey, you're only going to see this. Social media, these news sites, this type of programming. Hey, guys, go look at the new superhero movie. I'm a comic book guy. I'm burnt out. I, I give not a damn.
1: Oh man, you brought that one. Okay, yeah, um, so yeah. People are going to get so upset. They'll probably get more upset if they spoke with me on that. they be like, "You're I've not a done true comic with, book fan I've anymore." Been, I've been so done with the uh, superhero movies for for quite a few years now, and it's it's very annoying because sometimes I do see people talking about these uh, these new. Marvel movies or DC movies and everything like that. And they're failing at the box office, but for some reason they're able to still continue making these movies. Like they put hundreds, hundreds of millions of dollars into a movie and then it flops at the box office. How can a business continue to keep on failing in terms of profiting off of something that they have made and continue to keep on making stuff like no normal person can make that work, you know. If 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 a business is investing lots of money and they aren't turning out profit, how are they able to continue making more movies that way? And I'm burned out on uh, superhero movies because it's like the same old thing again, over and over again. There's some adversity. There's one guy that saves them all, and uh, oh, he wins in the end. Oh. <laughs> I would have never guessed. Um, I'm just like, yeah, this is... People are... I mean, yes, there are fans that will still go to these different types of things, but that's what's pushed right now, you know? Yeah. That's the thing. So I find it very interesting because I am a musician. So in terms of like the arts and everything like that, discoverability almost seems like it's impossible um, for new artists, um, up and coming... Well, I mean... You can say it's up and coming, up and coming artists and everything like that. But you have Taylor Swift when you go, when she releases anything, it's like on the top charts and it's, oh, it's part of the algorithm. You know, you go on to YouTube and you see Taylor Swift's new music video sitting right there in front of you on your, your, I guess what you would call a for you page, you know, the home screen. It's full of a bunch of things that you either subscribe to or don't subscribe to, but they are similar to things that that you watch and consume on YouTube, but Taylor Swift's new videos on there still. And you're just like, what kind of algorithm is this? You know, this isn't, this has nothing to do with me. I don't listen to any Taylor Swift, Um, but it's still going to pop up and it's still going to be part of the popular. I guess hive mind that we have because I, I don't listen to anything from her and this isn't anything on Taylor Swift specifically. It's I'm just using purpose. her as an example. Right. Um, right. yeah, she, just using it as an example. Cause she's very popular. How is it that I know what her newest single sounds like? I don't listen to anything. I have not clicked on her uh haven't clicked on any of her music videos. I haven't ever typed her up in a in a search of mine or anything like that, but I know what her her new single sounds like. I'm talking the most current single. I can go into a store and I hear it. Wow. And you go, I mean, you can see that there's a new video right when it pops up and everything like that. But I thought that these algorithms and such were curated for my taste.
0: Hmm. Uh, I, man, I don't even know what it sounds like. Um, there, are, I started realizing how closed off I was to popular music. When I mean, my kids are pulling stuff up, and I'm like, I don't know what this is. And it's not mm-hmm. that I live in my I, I live in my bubble. That's not that I keep listening to the same old stuff. I just look for different stuff. I mean, I've got stuff. My kids and my wife don't even don't they, they don't they don't know what it is. I'm always looking for new stuff. I just don't listen to that. That sect, but you know, to your to your point, that's the push, that's what's popular, or that's what you're told is popular. Now, I'm going to back that up a second. I say that's what you're told. The people are telling you because they vote with their ticket sales. I mean, the ticket sales of uh, with the Ticketmaster debacle for Taylor Swift prove that there are real people that are into it. So I don't want to make it sound like that's just the media getting all into it, man. Oh (laughs) yeah. But but, I mean, mean, they're they're the ones that are responsible because she's she's super mega popular and there's money to be had off of what she sells.
1: Exactly. But I mean, if you agree to do all the things that you need to do and have, I guess, some sort of talent to be able to be successful if you're elevated in that space. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you would definitely be just as popular as Taylor Swift if you had those those big, huge corporations backing you up. You know, I mean, your pictures all over the place, your music's all over the place. Right? You would definitely be successful. I mean, you, I mean, successful in the sense that people will know what your music sounds like. People will know who you are. But the reason being is because you really don't have a choice but to know.
0: Right. And that's that's the machine working behind you, the corporate machine, and you know, and circling circling back to discoverability. So well let's use us as an example. Uh a good friend of mine who goes by Jack Marius Tech Theratrix. <laughs> <clears throat> Shout out to KMPL on that one. Um, he asked me when we went out to Franklin's barbecue a couple weekends ago, he said, Hey dude, so how do I dis how do I discover how do I find you guys your podcast? And I said, on Apple, Spotify, we're pretty much anywhere you can listen to podcasts. You just got to type the name the name in. And he was like, I have to look for it? <laughs> I was like, yeah. And I, I, I went so far as, man, to send him our RSS links. I'm like, just take this and put it in there. Just click it. And he looked at me like, why the heck are you sending me this? It's like, dude, wow. click that. Like the, he, he wasn't like angry, but it was just the look like, but I thought you said you were there. I'm like, yeah, click the follow button and then it'll list out your podcatcher of choice. And it's just like a blink, blink discoverability, man. Whereas you go, I'm, I keep picking on YouTube, but you go on YouTube or Spotify for that matter, right? Mm-hmm. You, you've got people that Spotify have, have said, okay, these are our podcasters like Gimlet Media and uh, Joe Rogan and all those other folks. Like these are our people. You're gonna get those pushed to the top. Of course, they're gonna push their own stuff first. You go over to YouTube and it's like, okay, you watch one video by Tim Dillon and then it takes you to Ari Shafir and then it takes you over to your mom's house or you watch Comedy Hype and then you go from Comedy Hype and you're over to Real Black and then you're over to all these other you know, your black YouTube channels. Um, the black media breakdown takes you to left tube. You watched uh, uh, Tim Pool. You may, you may get a daily wire clip, <clears throat> excuse me. You may get a daily wire clipper or, or someone that's more on the right side. Who's, who's the brother with the glasses? Uh, um, that's got the 1776 poster or picture in the back. We, we watched, we watched sure. a video of his for one of the last episodes before the AI one.
1: I I'm not it, sure.
0: Yeah. I think it's Lance or something like that. That's the point is once you get pushed in one direction, it's going to start saying, okay, let's go more and more and more. And that is what AI and algorithms are designed to do. That is positive feedback. That's like, Oh, you like that. Okay, cool. Bam, 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 bam. Now with the whole, well, everybody's in echo chambers, which is true, but there's been a more of an outrage and, in and, in and, in, uh, um, vitriol toward us being told what to watch, what to listen to. Then they throw a random modifier in, so to speak, you know, like when you, when you play a video game and you go to play against a boss and all of a sudden uh, uh, the, like you take 20% more damage all of a sudden. Oh, and all the, Mm -hmm. and and even though flying is a thing, you can't fly. So you can't fly away from the enemy and you take 20% more damage when you get hit. So in this, in this, using that as an example to tie it to this, you say, okay, I'm going to watch a bunch of videos on the left, or right? And then I'm going to get fed every once in a while something from the right or an independent. I might even get a libertarian, something from reason.tv, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so they're, they're, they're trying to kind of make up the difference for that. But still, this is the algorithm. This are, These are the things being pushed towards you. Discoverability is going to take guys like us and move us out of the way and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you sure, you can go look for, you know, John Smith out in Oregon, or you can listen to Joe Rogan.
1: Yeah, well, the thing is, with you bringing up that point, the reason why we're even bringing this up is because discoverability and these kinds of algorithms and everything like that, um, with the video that we watch, um, it's kind of explaining that they don't want you to feel like you're gaining any success. So it's harder for you to be discovered. I mean, if you don't see that you're getting a bunch of likes or you don't see that you're getting a bunch of views, eventually you will probably give up because you aren't making any revenue for them. You're just using their resource. That You'll probably give up and throw in the towel and stop using their resources for free to be able to gain some kind of traction. It's it's weird, but it, it seems like it's true. Um, I mean, well, that's hey man, when you hey. get into things like shadow banning and stuff like that. And it's just like, hey, give up, give up. Like, mm-hmm. we don't want you on this. We don't want you. We already have our heavy hitters making good money for us. We don't need you. We want you to give up. Uh, I mean, uncle. I see it all the time. Yeah, I see it all the time. Like anytime that I put any kind of music out or anything like that, And this goes for multiple platforms. Man, I I have to like send people specifically like a link to be able to listen to some of the stuff and be like, they ask, I can't find it. I can't find it. What platform is is it on? And be like, it's literally on all of them. It's on all of them. And uh, it's like even on the ones that I've never even heard of. It's on there. Put it on DistroKid and it's on everything. So... And when you look up stuff on Google, these different search engines and stuff, you're just like, I'm looking for this specific thing. And it shows you something else. And be like, how specific do you want me to be to find what I'm looking for? I'm literally looking up my own music (laughs) on Google and I can't even find it. Um, And it's just very interesting just to see how much you have to dig. Uh, I was really surprised though with... uh, With EFS, the podcast on Apple Podcasts, if you type in the show word for word, it comes up. Right away. I was actually surprised by that from day one because that is not always the case with all sorts of stuff. Um, You can have a pretty unique specific name, say that you're starting out and you made some music and you threw it out there and you can look up your name and be like, dude, I don't know why it's showing me all these other things. It's like, are you sure you want to look up that person? You <laughs> want to look up that artist? And you're just like, yes. So what do you, what else do you want me to do? Uh, type in the, the song name with the musician as well. And you're just like, Oh man, I can just type in T and it pops up Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> so it's just like, I just want a, a little bit of discoverability here. Uh, yeah, but th- that's part of it. And the reason why we bring this up is because when it comes down to algorithms and such, the person in the video kind of explained this hive mind and this, uh, this way of thinking that is almost NPC-like. Uh, <laughs> yeah. With I love that. I use that term all the time because I think it's funny, but it's also sometimes true. There's, there are people out there that take in all of the popular things and they do all the things that are cool right now and they don't really understand that those types of, I guess that kind of lifestyle would reflect algorithms that are presented to them that can sway their opinions Make them do things that they otherwise wouldn't have if the internet wasn't there for them, telling them these different types of things. You know, when, I mean, I didn't know anybody in high school that told me, I like to go hiking. And I say that because I didn't know anybody that liked to go hiking. Now, it's very, very popular on the internet. I'm just using this as an example Not saying that people that are hikers are fakers, but it's very, very popular right now. Hashtag fake hiking. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. When you have things, uh, van life, for instance, YouTubers going in uh, selling their houses and buying a nice camper and living out of that and going cross country, that becoming popular all at the same time. That's very interesting. Tell you this much, I'm not selling my house for a vehicle. I don't care what kind of vehicle or how nice it is. That's ridiculous. But those types of things can sway popular opinion. If somebody says, don't buy a house, go buy yourself a really, really nice $300,000 RV that will definitely depreciate in value over time. I mean, there's a lot of people that, that have gone and done that and say, I'd rather travel the world.
0: So I'm going to put on my conspiracy theory voice. First of all, never heard of van life. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Dude, when I tell you I'm bad at social media, I am bad at, well, I just, the only reason why I even got back on it heavily, and I say heavily for me, is because of what we do here. Van life. Wow. Okay. So I'm going to go look that up you about pushing a narrative before I dive heavy into that van life. O- older, I don't want to say old, older, retired people or just retired people in general. I've heard them talk about that since I was a boy. One day, son, I'm going to sell everything and I'm going to live out of an RV and I'm going to travel the country. That's what, it, that's what it just sounds like a, a name given to that concept. But with, corporations going shout out to its conspiracy theory our first episode buying up property and it being hard to own or rent property van life could be something that they're pushing yeah 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 what do they always say dude you'll own nothing and you'll be happy
1: yeah. I didn't tell you to say that. You're coming up with this on your own, but I think it's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Say. I mean,
0: as soon as you said that, man, like that's, I I, I was triggered. <laughs> I, that, yeah. I mean, that I just, that sent off a quick response thinking about that, you know? So with everything going up in price, inflation, and then fear of a recession and whatnot, that could be enticing to a person going, you know what, dude? Yeah. I'll sell my house. Because prices are going up, I can get like two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars for my house, or depending on where you live, six, seven hundred thousand. I can let's say you get, let's just call it a nice even number. You get five hundred k for your house, and then you turn around and you go buy a two hundred thousand dollar RV. I mean, heck, even a hundred thousand dollar RV. It's you and the wife, maybe you and a couple kids. Heck, you might even just buy a trailer, get a mobile home. Sorry, not a mobile home, a uh, manufactured home, right? One Something like that. Downsize, throw all that
1: money in the bank.
0: That becomes mm-hmm. a plan
1: until the bank crashes. Yeah, but also think about it. Your dollar is is, tell me, is your dollar right now worth as much as it was two years ago? Is your buying power as much as it was two years ago? No.
0: no. No, I mean I well and it's it's hard. I, it's hard for me to say because I made I make more money now than I did 2 years ago, but my dollar isn't that strong because the economy is weaker.
1: Yeah, just in general like in terms of what you what you can buy with 5 bucks. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Let's just use that as a rule of thumb. If you yeah. if I remember when I was in high school, I worked at Subway for a little bit and that was when they had uh I'll show my age a little bit. Five dollar footlongs.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah.
1: You are definitely not getting a five dollar footlong now.
0: I mean, you're you, you're getting it by name, not by price. I went to freaking Subway the other day, and a, it's almost ten bucks for a for a footlong. It's like Dollar Tree and and Dollar Store and five five and below. It's like those prices are. They 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 it, it's it's a brand name. It's 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 not a
1: price. Yeah, well, they can't do that anymore. <laughs> I don't
0: think I don't think they ever truly were, to be honest with you. But I mean, they were a lot closer back then because it was a different economy. But I want to I want to get back real quick. You were talking about algorithms, and there's something that this gentleman said on the all-time video that has stuck with me uh, since completing the first video. He said, "You know, when there is a narrative or an angle they want, they are going to do everything they want to get it." So you were talking about Taylor Swift and that push. But let's just brush music aside because music is near and dear to both of our hearts. You talk about things such as war and the timing of this video was after the pullout from Afghanistan. And he was saying how there were a lot of voices in the media and whatnot pushing like, oh, we shouldn't leave there. We should stay. We can't leave the people like that. And then the common person, the day-to-day people, us Americans... And elsewhere were saying, no, man, get out. No, we're tired of this. We're tired of this. So he was saying that these media outlets can be used to push opinions on things such as war. Just using Afghanistan as an example. I guess in that instance, it didn't work. But let's talk about you know the instances or think of the instances where it does work. And- the best thing about ads and content that's being fed to you, you don't even know they're working on you. Like, I'll get—I'll use myself as an example. I am—I always say, ads don't work on me. I, I, I hate it. I, I don't want to see them. Right, but I will tell you two instances where it did. On Facebook, one of the rare times I, I scrolled, I saw uh, a t-shirt company called homage that had a cool nba design for one of the teams and i went oh that's pretty dope and i just kept scrolling i never once clicked it in facebook i closed facebook and then i jumped over to my browser so they wouldn't get the ad tracking right or at least i don't think and i opened up homage.com and i bought some san antonio spurs t-shirts i was like ha but that was that was like a year ago, right? Fast forward. Now this isn't through the internet. This is just regular regular TV. It ain't cable. <laughs> mm-hmm. Regular TV.
1: <laughs> this was satellite. There's my Chappelle reference. Yeah, yeah. The there you
0: go, man. There you go. I knew you'd get it. But yeah, I was watching satellite when we were at the cabin over Thanksgiving, and I was watching uh, college basketball, and I saw a, an ad for Classic Tees or, or yeah. Or te- is it classic tees.com yeah i think it is no sorry um not classic tee true classic tee is what it's called and they're designed for men's with the dad bod or dads with men with the dad bods you know there a lot of the t-shirts that i have especially that i've gotten bigger up top from weightlifting is it'll feel comfortable up here but then it's tight around the waist and I'm not, I'm not chubby at all but my body is not I'm, I'm not 140 pounds anymore is what i'm trying to say and so mm-hmm. i went I bought t-shirts. It's one of the only two times in recent memory I can think of ads working where I bought stuff from them, but now take the person who's engaged from a day-to-day basis, right? Constantly scrolling, 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 pushing, 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 pushing. And they're going, oh yeah, it's consumerism. Oh yeah. I got to take that. I got to, I got to get that. Let's just pick on Google. I'd gotten rid of my, some of my Google products because I felt like I was too dialed in and Google knows too much about me. I still got a Gmail. I use Google Wi-Fi access points. Okay? Google started it as a search engine. I'm, I'm bringing this up for a reason. They started as a search engine. Every time I need Band-Aids or I need sneakers, if I talk to Nike, Reebok, Adidas, I could say, hey, you three, you're going to be pushed up to the top. Nike pays a little bit more number one Hmm. adidas number two Reebok. three and so on and so on and so on the lower the lower guys like sketchers and all that you may or may not get them you may or may not get puma because they're not paying as much this also couple this information and you've seen it you've heard it based on your region based on metrics in your region i know that In Oregon, because Nike is out of Oregon, you're probably going to get a lot of stuff, especially if you live in Lake Oswego, where they're housed. You're going to get a Mm. boatload of Nike. But if I go to Germany, who am I going to see first, probably? Adidas, the brand of the three stripes. That's -hmm. what that little German saying says on Adidas shoes when you see the old shell tops. Right. Hmm. So take that information, those metrics. Now Google said, great. This is awesome. I can track you here, but when you leave Google, I'm screwed. Ah, Google Chrome. Now Gmail existed before that. I'll get to that. Google Chrome. Now I fire up Google Chrome. I've got cookies in the browser that track you.
1: Dude, I hate that.
0: Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. So now I've got cookies. I can follow you around the web. Oh, hey, dude, you got a Gmail account? Pfft, just sign in with your Gmail account. Now you're doing Google search, Gmail, and using Chrome, and they can just track all that stuff from your Android phone. Now I'm able to sell ads based on your conversations. Oh, my friends, you've heard them. You used to have an Android, I think, when I first when I first met you. Yeah. People would always say, hey, man, why is it when I'm talking about uh, X, I'm getting ads for it days later?
1: We call it getting zucked.
0: Well, there's that too. But now this is a pro tip for you people that aren't so technically uh, savvy or aware. You could turn off your microphone in certain apps. Don't give them access. Make it ask permission every time. I mean, when you open up uh when you open up an app, right, for shoes, why does it need to know where I am? Why does it need to know? Why does it need Bluetooth? I just want to look at shoes. Why do you need access to my microphone? Sure, I could talk to my phone and say, all right, uh within Amazon, you could talk to A L E X A and say, mm-hmm. hey, pull this up. Or through your phone that has its own built-in microphone dictation thing you can do, just say it there and search and press enter. So I'm saying all this because going back to the consumerism angle of all of this and, and whatnot, it's, it's scary. It's a little scary. This is what we've signed up for.
1: yeah. We I mean, I, I totally get we what get you're mad. saying. And then we get mad about it. Yeah, but the thing is, I would say about like the microphone and the camera access to those different types of things on apps, uh, I went through just a short period of time where I did turn off those things for pretty much all the different apps and everything. Yes. And then it gets so annoying to just... If I want to use, if I need to use the camera for Instagram or something like that, I got to go back in there to my settings and turn it back on. Oh, you need to turn on your microphone too. And you turn it back on. And then you, after you're done, you turn it back off. It's not, it it, it doesn't take very long to say, I just don't want to continue to do this. Either you delete it, either you delete the app. Or you just give up on turning it off and on and you just leave it on because they make it really annoying for you to, to, I mean, just, just give me the access to use it whenever I want to. And they do, but you got to go through the menu and all that stuff. And it, it, it's so annoying.
0: Thank you for making my next point for me. You love me a softball. Convenience trumps security. Mm-hmm. Convenience trumps fidelity. I mean, you and I like to listen to music at high quality you and i have the ears that when we're listening to music and it's an mp3 and 192 we're like Ugh. <laughs> we yeah. hear we hear that most people can't right yeah focusing on the security aspect it's a training thing i'm not going to give a whole dissertation on that we could probably do that a different episode but like i've trained myself it's a it's habitual right so when i need to share a picture to Instagram, I used to say, only allow these photos Mm -hmm. and upload. Now, rather than trying to upload through the app, I go over to my picture and then I send it to Facebook or I send it to Instagram, that specific picture and upload it that way. I send it over. So it's not because I don't trust Facebook enough to say, all right, I'm only going to mess with these five pictures. I I feel like Facebook's going to go, Cool. I got access. Let's rummage through your whole library. Let's go. You've seen it. When you go to pull something up, they look in your pictures and like, Hey, how about this one? How about this one? Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up, fam. I didn't ask you to do that. That made me entirely uncomfortable. I like, see, this is why I don't mess with you guys. <laughs> That's why I don't like this. It's like, I just, yeah. One picture is good enough. Maybe two, depending on what I'm trying to do. So yeah. Now going back and I'm going to pick on Google Again, this guy did, but it, it's it 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 spoke near and dear to my heart. I, I when I told you, I felt vindicated when I watched this dude's videos because I was like, you got Chrome, you got Gmail, you've got the the search engine, and I haven't used the search engine in a very long time. But then you start looking at things like the the Google Minis in your home, ask Google, and I've been telling my my kids when you leave, mute your mic. Now I just say, don't even worry about muting it. Unplug it. I put a little s- rubber stopper so the cable won't fall behind their dresser or whatever it is. I put a little rubber stopper. I'm like, just unplug it before you leave. If you're not going to listen to music when you sleep, unplug it. Mm-hmm. I, I had a Google mini in my office. I took it out because I'm working, right? I don't want them hearing what I do. Even when the mic is muted. Cause I, I got to the point where I was unplugging it. And then I switched to a new video doorbell and I said, well, I don't need this anymore because this isn't attached. I personally am starting to move out of their ecosystem. I'm not looking at Amazon. I'm not going to get an Eero Resh router. I'm going to look at somebody else. Like I, I need to get away from these people. We, in my opinion, as a society, need to start diversifying and getting away from these people just because of what they offer is convenient. Now, I'm not saying it is all evil. I'm sure there are are some cool things, man, that they're trying to do and they're moving things further along. But it was very telling when they switched from don't be evil as a company brand that when they became Alphabet, they said, do the right thing. Mm.
1: Right for who? Yeah. Right for who? For you? For you, Mr. Free? For me? (laughs) No. That's the weird thing about it. But I mean... Anyway. Yeah, I mean, and that's... That's good good stuff. I would say we should probably talk a little bit about uh bots. AI is mindless. It can't be convinced. It can't
0: be swayed, but we can. And a flood of bots, a flood of bots can push information to you. And yeah. can sway can sway traffic or 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 metrics. Um sway public opinion. Sway public opinion. So you you brought it up. I'm going to give you the floor, sir. All
1: right. Yeah. So, I mean, with the bots and everything, I know that people probably have been hearing this thrown around a whole bunch when it comes down to recent events like Elon Musk buying Twitter. He had a concern about bots and stuff, and I'll get into that in just a minute. But um, I would say there are probably more interactions than you probably think that are bots and they actually, and you might think that they're actually people. You might just brush, brush past it. and Don't think anything about it. I would say I posted a quick little link promo for my new single coming out um, on the 23rd. So I put a promo up and this is on Instagram. And so I see that, there are people that are viewing it they're viewing my story and they're all people that i know um but there would be random times where somebody would click like and then i'm like well who who liked it and i go down the list and look and see and i don't see anything but there's a heart that's floating up and everything <laughs> but i go into my uh i go into the feed area where it shows like people that are like new person followed you or somebody liked your photo or commented. And I see that there's some random person that I'm not associated with by any means that liked it. For some reason it didn't come up on the list of people that viewed the viewed the story.
0: Mm. That's interesting.
1: I click on it. The person is, is just either, uh, no picture at all, Mm -hmm. random picture of some chick or something like that. Zero, uh, zero posts, zero followers, or possibly eight to 12 followers and zero following. They don't follow anybody and it's a bot. And I mean, you've seen this stuff too. Um, You've seen the weird things. You might post something on a story and you see a whole bunch of kind of inappropriate names and stuff. You know, uh, I don't even know if I should say them on this, but they're all very similar. Uh So all these different kinds of names that come up that view your stories and stuff are bots that have very similar names. You click on every single one of the profiles they uh, they might be there for about a day, and then it's not there anymore. That's one instance of what I've observed firsthand with bots, but another one was very interesting. And this is why I say these types of things can sway public opinion. So, on Instagram, during the time period, um, I believe this was last year, and... The state of Texas, we had um, a few bills that were passed, and people were happy about it. And Abbott was passing all sorts of different things that that were, I guess, in the pot. Uh, I think it was it was something about alcohol that he had passed. It was like you can take your alcohol to go or whatever, like it's legal or something. You know, not important. But I had posted, I had. Well, I had commented on his post on Instagram about something. I turn around and people started saying all sorts of stuff right underneath it, replying to my post that posted the comment. And uh, it was, I think that I had said something about uh, primarying people that shouldn't be in office and stuff not even specifying who, uh, nothing about being left or right, but I had a whole bunch of people go to my go to my comment and reply, "No, don't vote." They're all very similar. I'm talking like 10 different people or bots that just uh, came at my post talking about primarying people. And they're all saying the same thing. No, don't vote. Oh, your vote won't count. Don't vote. No, don't vote. And I'm like, are these even people? This doesn't even make any sense. I don't. Po- I don't comment on barely anything. <laughs> and those types of things are why I say that bots can sway public opinion. So when you of, have a lot of, lot of bots different trash things, that,
0: too. Oh, sorry.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, and that kind of brings me over to my thoughts on on Elon Musk and his concern with bots. If we see what was going on with uh, with the war in Ukraine and and such, before he had bought Twitter, he had put out a poll, and he was saying something about like peace instead of this war and everything like that. And there was a whole bunch of people that were advocating for war. <laughs> like, a few days later, he said, I'm buying Twitter. I don't know if that's anything that's that's correlated or not, but that's kind of scary. I would say that that's very scary. If, yeah. if these fake accounts and bots are swaying public opinion to the point where we could possibly either end up in war or mm-hmm. advocate for war people thinking that it's probably a good idea because it seems like a lot of people, people that you don't know that you've never met that you would never meet because they aren't people sometimes having this, uh, having this kind of power to change people's minds on very, very life changing events
0: mm-hmm.
1: is very, very scary
0: Absolutely. Um, Man, we could talk a lot about bots. Um, There is, there are so many just trash bots. Right? You go to YouTube. I'm a big YouTube watcher or listener (laughs) a lot of times. Um, But you go to the comments section and you're looking at something about I don't know, basketball, or I'm looking at something about basketball or the latest news and comedy. And then you scroll down to a comment. You're like, oh, that's, that's pretty good. And you see, there's like 12 replies. Ah, what'd they say to this? Cause this, this is pretty good. It's curious. And then it's like, Hey, check out what's about to come next. Dot, dot, dot. Different account name. Check out what's about to come next. I made a bunch of money by doing X. Hey. It's true. You can make money by doing X. And they, it's the same link or a very or same root domain, but a different, sl- you know, a different fork of that, that, that uh, URL, right? Porn yeah. stuff. Oh, if, if you like this, come see me. I'm like, I'm the warrior that actually goes through when I'm bored and I will say report, 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 report. I'm that yeah. guy. If I see ten of them, because I'm trying to like actually see a real comment on something that I, I'm I'm genuinely interested in, and, but I gotta wade through a bunch of bots posting to YouTube. No, oh, get them all. It's like Pokemon. You gotta catch them all. I I, sent, I spent on one YouTube video, I probably hammered like thirty. Wow. And and you know, Google or YouTube, both or Google owns YouTube. Probably saying, okay, either your age, you got a lot of free time on your hands, or thanks. Or not, neither one of those things. Something else entirely. But bots are ridiculous. I mean, I I see them on my Instagram. Like, who is this? I don't uh-huh. mind. I don't mind followers if we're actually pulling in an audience, a genuine audience from somewhere. Uh, we're re- we're going global, right? Fantastic. That that's fantastic. I love it. However, like you said a person with no, no photos or like one post from Angola, (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, it's less than likely, right? You're, you're probably not a real person. You have three followers, but you follow a million. Come on, son. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and I'm sure there are, I'm sure there are functions in place that go through and, and hammer those, those specific, uh, details out like those accounts out but as we both know as we all know listeners included they'd slip through the cracks otherwise it wouldn't be a problem otherwise it wouldn't be 60 percent of web traffic as of a year ago being driven by bots
1: yeah i mean post something on post something on instagram or whatever and see how see how well it does or see what kind of interactions that you get. Not saying that everything's not genuine, but it's kind of lending a hand to this dead internet theory. And I'm going to say this again, uh, not saying that the internet is actually dead and that it's all bots. It's not, but it's probably not as lively as you think it is in terms of human interaction with human interaction. Uh, it's really weird. I mean, seriously, why is it that I can have, say, 450 roundabout people that follow that follow me on Instagram, but for some reason, well, of course, I mean, there's other reasons behind this, but I mean, 20 people might see a post. Yeah. Or 70 people might see a post or something, a story that I post, But it's not that everybody on there just doesn't, interact on there, but you could have five people that you don't follow or don't follow you viewing your stories. That seems like kind of a high percentage of viewers to me to view something that you just posted. Like, it just doesn't make much sense. And, I mean, that goes into all sorts of things. Not that it's all shadow banning or anything, but what's being pushed is... I guess there's an agenda on what wants to be pushed, whether it's something political or whether it's just something in pop culture. You know, uh, you can have a thousand friends on on Facebook, but you post something like it seems maybe around twenty people see it, and people say, "Oh, you didn't see that post that I put on Facebook?" Be like, "No, They're like we're friends on Facebook, right? Yeah, I never saw it." Never saw it. Uh, yep. I find that very interesting as well. So or, I posted. Try to go back
0: and find something that you posted yesterday. <laughs> Heck, oh, an yeah. hour ago sometimes. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, I posted something. I posted a. Well, I had to repost the promo that I posted on Instagram yesterday onto. Facebook because for some reason, Facebook and Instagram don't communicate very well. It looks really dumb when you say share to Facebook, it comes out very unappealing. So I just had to repost it on a Facebook. Yeah. Two views. I have 800 something friends. Holy smokes. On, on Facebook. And like, I know pretty much majority of those people. Like I could see them at the store and actually like recognize them. But yeah, had two two people view it. Oh, actually, no. I mean, I think as of now it's four. Yeah. And, and four people saw it.
0: <laughs> that's that's the algorithm, man. And and just a yeah. real quick to put a book in on 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 the bots. I didn't want to lose this train of thought. There are good bots out there. they that are needed for automation. Uh like our, our RSS feeds and things. That's how we get pushed everywhere. Um, even some within search engines, right? But then they're the ones we're we've been on negatively are the impersonators, data thieves, etc. So um, or, or not even just data thieves, but those that are just pushing malicious content or stuff that you don't want to see just annoying. It doesn't even a bot doesn't even have to be have to push a malicious payload or something. Bots just got to keep spamming you with crap that you don't want to see and you, you just got to keep clicking past it or scroll past it to get to the thing that you want. Uh, now yeah. going back to the uh, going back to the algorithm as far as social media goes, absolutely. I mean, it's it's weird. So Meta owns formerly Facebook, owns now Facebook <laughs> and Instagram, and I'm very surprised that what you're describing isn't more tightly Integrated with each other because they share the same parent.
1: They do. Uh,
0: and, and maybe it maybe that is something because they talked about this. Good lord. I think even before the pandemic, there was the rumblings or a little bit of talk about centralizing like through Messenger all the apps. Because you can't, yeah, you can do that. You can get a message from Instagram, Instagram on your Facebook Messenger. And I believe it and I believe it interacts with WhatsApp, but I'm just surprised that they haven't. And maybe for fear of backlash or privacy, I'm surprised they haven't pushed everything into WhatsApp and then just make WhatsApp the back end, you know, take somehow the messenger import that into WhatsApp and kind of do like a WhatsApp lite, right? Kind of use its its skill, yeah it's you know to kind of say oh by the way this is from ig and facebook i'm not a whatsapp user i'm one of the only people in the world that isn't apparently whatsapp you know iMessage is big here big here in the u.s whatsapp is huge everywhere else i am personally a signal user but cool Uh, i get it
1: i get it yeah but uh, so with the with the i guess integration with Instagram and Facebook, Mm -hmm. it's not that, no, I don't want, I don't want my messages from Instagram going on to, what is it? Facebook Messenger. I don't Mm -hmm. want that integration. I just want to, if I want the post that I post on Instagram to go on Facebook simultaneously, you get to choose to do that. But when I do it, I want it to look the same. Right. So what it was going to do was it was like a short little video and it was going to post it onto Facebook, but it wasn't going to post the video. It was going to post a picture of the video, like thumbnail it, and then put like text on the side. Mm -hmm. This is posted on Instagram and the URL. And I'm like, no, no, I just want you to post the same thing onto Instagram. Facebook. So since it wouldn't do that, it would make it look really dumb and nobody would click on it. I just posted it on Instagram and then I went in and I'd made a new one on Facebook because it would do exactly what I want to if I just posted it on Facebook, but it wouldn't transfer from Instagram to Facebook.
0: Yep. Yeah. And I I use the messenger thing just as an example. That was kind of it was related, but I get what you're saying. You want yeah. you want consistency across products, especially when Meta's the parent and they have a small, for all intents and purposes, product line.
1: Yeah, it was and, weird. And
0: those are their. I mean, they've got three massive hitters. I mean, they have Oculus too, but that's that's an entirely different space. So, yeah. Yeah, man. This is this was a great topic. I'm glad once again that you brought this up because. At first, I was like, dead internet theory. What are you talking about? Then I started looking it up, and I went, oh, yeah, we should have talked this. Man, we should have talked about this a long, long time ago.
1: <laughs> I mean, yeah. that was, I mean this will definitely was have to be another part for this one. Oh, yeah. Oh, I do want to say at least one thing, though, before we go. Sure. I would like to get into this a little bit more probably on the next episode that we have on this. But as I was telling you earlier, when I was looking at this bot thing, about the bot percentage on Twitter, I Googled this just today, guys. Okay? Why is it that Google, specifically Google, I don't know what it's like on on any other search engine right now, but why is it that Google just fed me as of December 17th? I'm going to tell you exactly what articles, the dates, September 8th, 2022. September 8th. August 3rd, let's see, June 13th, May 20th, May 13th, May 18th, July 7th, September 8th, October 10th. Why, Why is Google feeding me articles about Twitter bots that are not current? This is the front page of Google, Googling Twitter bots doesn't make sense. These articles don't even have... A lot of these articles, Elon Musk hasn't even bought Twitter yet. Well, yeah. Why is Google the best internet search engine feeding me old, old articles on these bots right now? Oh, wow. That's just really weird to me. This is a very, very current topic. It's a very, very hot topic. There are tons of of articles that are probably talking about this right now, but front front page of Google is not finding me anything that is recent.
0: So conversely, I'm using Duck, Duck Go. Now I don't know how you did your search. I'm just kind of curious. I don't, I don't want to get too much into the technicalities of search.
1: But I use DuckDuckGo Go all the time.
0: I used uh, Duck Duck Go, and I use unquotes Twitter bots. I've got the first article that came to the top was. From Norton. if you're not familiar with Norton, they make semantic. Sorry. <laughs> no, semantic makes Norton antivirus. And this is according to Norton LifeLock. Uh September 5th, what's a Twitter bot? How to spot one? Then you get Wikipedia, Twitter bot. Then you get a card, there's three cards in the middle, recent news. Three days ago, three days ago, one day ago, Twitter bot surfaced during Chinese protests. Who's behind them remains a mystery? There's a picture of Elon Musk. He looks like he's dressed as like a, a superhero or a martial arts guy. Elon mm-hmm. Musk tried to get rid of, twit- uh, of Twitter bots by blocking hundreds of thousands of accounts, dot, dot, dot. And then the third one in that card, uh, that, that three-card shuffle there, <laughs> uh, Atlanta Home Building Giant Pulte Group fires incoming COO for alleged Twitter bots. And then hmm. from there, from there, I get a mix. I get May 17th. And then I get seven days ago, but this isn't news. This is just best Twitter bots and automation tools. But what's the most recent article? The most recent article is from a day ago. And that's for uh, the, the Pulte group guy who was fired for using alleged Twitter bots. Now it's not news per se around like what a Twitter bot is or a hundred percent about Elon or something that, Elon specific stuff is three days ago, and that's via Yahoo News. So that that's interesting, and this this kind of goes back to what I mentioned earlier about content based on region, but it could also in device, it could be device type, it could be browser Mm -hmm. that access to that information, and 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 I don't know exactly what Duck Duck Go's uh, arrangement is. I don't know if they're wholly organic, built from the top, uh, built from the bottom. Up, so, but some of these other search engines still use uh, Google and Bing as their proxy. So they just offer different services. Like this one says, it's privacy focused. I I, I don't know. I'd have to look at what um, DDG does in the background. But anyway, to your point, that's weird that you got search results so far ago. And I literally typed the same thing. Let me try it without quotes. Cause now I'm just genuinely curious.
1: Yeah. I'm just saying it's probably the search engine, but those are really old articles. It's,
0: it's the same. It's the same without quotes. And I'm using, uh, Safari because I've got a bunch of our tabs open for the show that I can share with you in that. But I'm curious, I'm going to try a different device, man. I might try this from my phone. I might try it from my, from my windows machine might try it from one, from one of my kids' devices and just see what happens because I, I'd like to look at what's being fed, maybe away from home because it could be based on your actual physical location too when you're trying to browse or move from machine to machine to machine.
1: Yeah, and he... The person on this video, they did specify like, "Hey, try this out. Try going yeah. on the internet and go to the same thing on your phone, and then yep. try it on a computer and see how different it, your experience is." And I was like, "The heck!" Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like I, I never really thought about that.
0: Oh, dude, it's 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 happened to me. Um, you know. <laughs> It's happened to me before, you know, even if you were to do like different versions of sites, different countries, like your, your stuff would just go bloop. It's like, wait, I'm sorry. What? That's way different. (laughs) It's like, huh? So, all right, man. Well, I think that'll about do it for us today. What say you, sir?
1: Sounds good. I think that this is going to be a topic that we're going to have to touch on again. Oh, yeah. And dive a little bit more
0: oh yeah man like many of our topics there is no end um i mean from the beginning with conspiracy theories there is no shortage of conspiracy theories there will be more people that are deep platform ai is not going anywhere obviously there are multiple aspects we could talk about i mean heck we touched on it today in this episode kind of completing our our three-part AI, you know, leading in, in into something else. Uh, three-part AI series, if you want to call it that. But um, I want to say thank you to everybody who stuck with us from the beginning. Our beta listeners. We came out live, live and direct, September with this show. We had been working since the summer on trying to get this right. And 2022 has been dope. We're probably not going to drop anything for the rest of the year because holiday and family time. So on behalf of me and Free, I'll say happy holidays, Merry Christmas, New Year's, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, etc. You got anything else, Free?
1: Um, I guess I'll just do a shameless plug. My single is coming out on the 23rd. It's called Three Kings. It'll be under Daniel Ryan Freeman on all platforms. Have fun finding it. (laughs) Hey,
0: that's a good way. That's a good way to end this, man. Uh, Please give him a listen. And uh, I've been Edge. And I've been free. Till next time, y'all. Do your research.